So thank you very much, everyone, for joining us. My name is David Dyer. I'm the Executive Director here at the Cross Cancer Institute. So I wanted to thank you all for coming this morning. It's a beautiful morning outside. It's great. So I have the pleasure today of introducing our speakers who are going to talk with us about the tremendous success and results that we're seeing with our CAR-T cell program right here in, in Alberta here at the Cross Cancer Institute. So today you're going to hear from a number of people, including our Minister of Health, Health Jason Corping, our Alberta Cancer Foundation Board Chair, Dr. Chris Eagle, Don Ross, a patient who has received CAR-T therapy right here at the Cross, and Dr. Michael Chu, one of our oncologists here. So after remarks from Don, we'll open it up to any questions you may have, and then we'll conclude for the day. So without further delay, I wanted to, I'm honored to introduce our Minister of Health, Mr. Jason Coffin. Thank you, David, and uh, good morning, everyone. I'm so pleased to be here at the Cross Cancer Institute for this update on CAR-T therapy and to meet Don Goss and to hear his story. I only know the basic outline of it, uh, but spoiler alert, it's the best thing I've heard in quite a while. Uh, this is a story about one patient, but it's also a story about our health system and the incredible people who come to work in it every day. Of course, Don's experience is uh, not typical yet, uh, he's one of the first patients in Alberta to go through this ex experimental treatment. Before CAR-T, he went through the existing standard of care for cancer because for now, at least, CAR-T comes after those therapies have failed. So Don is not a typical patient, and CAR-T is not a typical therapy. It was only available in two other provinces until last year when we announced the launch of the Alberta Pilot Project. The only other option was traveling to the U.S. In 2021... Alberta became the third province to offer CAR-T therapy through a partnership between the government, the Alberta Cancer Foundation, and AHS. Government provided $10 million to fund a three-year pilot project to assess the therapy, and the foundation provided another $5 million. And once again, thank you very much to the foundation for all their support. Now, just over a year ago, in April of 2021, we announced that the first patients were receiving the therapy. We're funding two different approaches, one using commercially produced CAR-T cells and a made-in-Alberta trial using cells made right here at the U of A. The made-in-Alberta trial started here at the Cross, and Don is one of the first 10 patients. It will expand to Calgary later this year to two sites, the Tom Baker Cancer Center and the Alberta Children's Hospital. The other approach, using commercially produced cells, is underway at the Tom Baker and it will come to Edmonton in the near future. Today, we're updating the Made in Alberta trial here at the Cross, and the update is very good news. One of the 10 patients treated to date, of the 10 patients, eight have seen major improvement, including long-term remission for some of them. Dr. Chu will provide further details, but suffice it to say, I'm delighted for the patients and for their families, and honored to support this project in partnership with the Alberta Cancer Foundation. This story is a reminder about what our health system is about and why so many great people come to work in it each and every day. They come to work because of Don Goss and all of their other patients. Our health system makes a promise to every patient who comes through these doors, whether it's here at the Cross or at the Tom Baker or an emergency department or a family doctor's office. And that promise is simple. We'll treat you with respect and dignity and give you the best care we possibly can when you need it. 
Our healthcare providers believe deeply in that promise, and so do I. But the system can't deliver on that promise as consistently as we always would want it to, and we didn't even before COVID. It's been a very tough two years for everyone in the health system, and it's still challenging today. But Don is a reminder of how important it is to keep working on delivering that promise for every patient and for every Alberta family. And his, his story is a reminder of the incredible strength that we have in our healthcare system in spite of the strain over the past two years. That strength comes from our doctors, our nurses, therapists, technologists, and all of the staff. It comes from the young people who keep choosing careers in healthcare each and every year. It comes from clinician scientists like Dr. Chu, people who could work anywhere in the world, but who choose to work here in spite of the weather we were just talking about. It comes from leaders like Chris Eagle, who keep contributing after distinguished careers, as Dr. Eagle is doing as the chair of the Alberta Cancer Foundation. And it comes from the partnerships we've built with communities through the Cancer Foundation and all the others. From every donor, from every volunteer in our hospitals and other facilities, Albertans who support their health system and the promise to Alberta patients. So we need to keep building on those strengths and on our proud record of leadership in cancer care and in other services. We need to work with our partners across the health sciences field, from education and training to research and innovation in both the public and private sectors. We need to make sure Alberta keeps attracting young people to start careers in healthcare and that we keep attracting leaders like Dr. Chu. But most of all, we have to remember that the heart of this health system and that is the trust between patients and the people who care for them. The trust that Don Goss and other patients and their families put in the team here at the Cross Cancer Institute. So I'm here today to celebrate with them and to thank our healthcare providers across the province for the tremendous work that they do each and every day and for all of the Alberta patients. And I look forward to more updates from the CAR-T trial and I wish every success to Dr. Chu and the team here at the Cross and their patients and families, and the same to everyone at the Tom Baker. So thank you once again so much for being here today. Thank you again to all of our healthcare workers. And now I'd like to turn the lectern over to Dr. Chu. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Copping. Um, now, to be fair, uh, I was uh, gushing over a brand new snowblower with my wife a little bit earlier, which seems a little bit odd in June, but to be fair, it came with a really big shovel. So, yeah. um, so in 2020, we, re we received generous funding from the Alberta government as well as the Alberta Cancer Foundation. This helped us launch a point-of-care manufacturing program in collaboration with the University of Alberta, where we make CAR T-cells in-house. This means that we can provide fresh CAR T-cells with a rapid turnaround time and at a fraction of cost versus the traditional pharmaceutical model. Over the last year, I've been impressed to see the dedication and passion of our team to deliver CAR T-cell therapy to our patients, some of which are here today to celebrate. Since our trials begun, we've successfully treated 10 patients with positive responses in 80% of those individuals to date, including long-term remission in some of, the, some of our first few patients. This suggests that we may have cured them of their cancer, after all other treatments have failed and they would traditionally be considered palliative. In March 2021, I had the privilege of treating my first patient with locally produced CAR T-cell treatment here in Edmonton. That patient is currently well and appears cancer-free 16 months later. In fact, she was just going on a pizza run last time I called her. <laughs> this trial of local production is extending to Calgary, likely by the end of the summer. 
We'll also be looking at this model to address the needs of Western Canadian patients. We expect the CAR-T program to continue to grow for the next couple of years and more patients to receive this type of therapy. I want to say a huge thank you for the support we've received from our government and to the Alberta Cancer Foundation to date for this program across our province. It has been tremendous, and we are excited about what the future will bring for cancer patients here in Alberta. Thank you. And I'd like to ask Dr. Chris Eagle, board chair with the Alberta Cancer Foundation, to come and say a few remarks. Thank you, Dr. Chu, and thank you all for being here today. And I'd like to give a special thanks to our Minister of Health for the work that he does in advancing health care in Alberta every day. I'm old. I've been in health care for 50 years in Alberta. Think about it, 50 years. And I know that bad news drives out good news. And there's a lot of good news in Alberta's healthcare system today. And today we can celebrate a part of it, the CAR-T cell therapy program, which is actually, I think, miraculous in terms of the speed that it's come on and also the impact that it's having. When I was thinking about what I was going to say today, it came down to four Ps, patients, people, partnerships, and prospect or potential. You're going to hear from Don Goss in a couple of moments here. The fact that he is here today reflects an enormous amount of effort by a number of people in this building. It reflects a tremendous level of care, and it reflects the future of healthcare. All of those things in Don's story. I'm not going to tell his story for him. He'll tell it himself, but it's, it's impressive. The next part is people. The minister talked about the great people and the great teams that exist in Alberta, and especially at the cross. Dr. Chu and his team are a great example of that. And it's an example of the expertise that exists across the system in Alberta. Minister also touched on partnerships. This partnership that exists between the government of Alberta and the Alberta Cancer Foundation and bringing this therapy to, to, to date, to, to bring it to life, is really kind of the example of philanthropy working collectively with government to enable something really special to happen, a little faster than it would have done normally, and to a greater extent. So there are other partners. Healthcare is complicated. So the University of Alberta is partner in this, Edmonton Oilers Foundation, Cure Cancer. There's a number of different people. You can't go far in healthcare without having a lot of partnerships. But when the partnerships come together right, you can see the impact that they have. The sixth, the f- sorry, the fourth P was prospect or potential. A few weeks ago, the minister was here with many others to announce the start of the We Cross Cancer campaign. And we're fortunate today to have one of the co-chairs with us, Mr. Angus Watt, who's sitting on the front row and anxiously waiting to take some questions, I think. We announced a $30 million goal, and we've had phenomenal success in moving towards that $30 million. And the whole purpose of that $30 million campaign is to increase the capacity in this building to do more clinical trials and clinical trials build the success that you've seen with uh, Dr. Chu's program. There is a fifth P, what I wasn't really going to say, is positivity. You know, everybody talks about healthcare crisis. Not many people talk about healthcare opportunity in Alberta at the present point in time. But this is a program that was done in opportun- for opportunity in Alberta right now and very successfully. So I'll turn things over to Don. Come on up. Good morning, everyone. Uh, it's good to be here. Uh, last fall, uh, things weren't looking so bright, but I'll start. Uh, I'll start with a, 
my journey at, from the beginning, which uh, started in the summer of 2019, and uh, I began feeling not well, unwell, and it was slowly getting worse, and uh, I, I was admitted to the Misericordia, I, I think in July. A lot of it's a fog and a blur, so you can, may or may not imagine. Uh, and by September, I was in the hematology uh, 5F4 uh, at the U of A, uh, diagnosed with leukemia. And uh, I'd always looked after myself fairly well, you know, played played rugby and hockey and ran a few marathons and survived three brothers growing up. So, you know, I thought I was in, doing okay, going to the gym, riding my bike, and uh, but this hit hard. And uh, so... After being admitted, I think my treatment started almost the next day, and they they pour the chemo to you uh, pretty fast and furious. I guess it would be one way to describe it. But there's three phases to it. I, I, and correct me, Doctor Chu, if I'm wrong. But there's induction, intensification, and then uh, maintenance. And uh, the induction is you're hospitalized for uh, for a month, thirty days, give or take. And uh, by the end of that, I was uh, uh, I was so weak and so tired uh, that I had to make a decision some days whether I could comb my hair or brush my teeth. Not that I had much hair, but anyways, because uh, I couldn't do both. I didn't have the energy to do both. So uh, got through the induction and then uh, was discharged, and the rest of the treatment's outpatient. But uh, from being a fairly strong guy, uh, I remember being in the parking lot loading up to go home after I was discharged, and I couldn't, I didn't have the strength to climb a curb. I almost fell down. You know, you just naturally think. And I did some walking at the hospital, but there's no stairs or anything. And it just is a, uh, um, a sign of how hard this stuff hits you. And, and, and I'm, I am, uh, you know, probably in the middle of the pack, there's so many more people that have, have reacted harder than I did or had worse symptoms. But uh, uh, in any case, that's, that's what I was dealing with. So, uh, yeah, so it, it was the Daniel Farber program, as we know, and uh, uh, 21 months of treatment I finished uh, in June, I think, of last year. And... Uh, feeling pretty good, the cancer, feeling very weak, but the cancer was gone, but good that, you know, I was being sent home and and things were looking up. Uh, within about five weeks, I started feeling poorly again, and it didn't even dawn on me that cancer was coming back. I thought maybe I had COVID. And, but uh, a couple of weeks later, I was readmitted, and I was very sick and back in, uh, in hematology at the U of A. And a couple of those days were blurs, I don't remember, but being very ill and being asked what my personal directives were, you knew, you know, things weren't great. And uh, so at that point, I was offered more chemotherapy, and I just didn't feel I was strong enough to withstand it. And the cruelty of this disease is, you know, it makes people very sick, obviously, but for family members who need to watch you go through this process, that, that that really made me angry and uh, very hard on my family. So in any case, we made the very difficult choice to go to hospice. And uh, I believe that was the end of September, maybe uh, into October last year. And uh, 
wrapping our heads around that. And within a day, uh, Dr. Brandwine came in and offered me a spot on this CAR-T program. And uh, now my world's turned around again. Uh, you know, you're going to die and now you've got a chance. And, uh, I, you know, I've heard of the successes of the, of the program and uh, I was just, uh, we were thrilled to have this chance. And honestly, the luckiest guy on the globe to, to get a spot on this trial. And I was number nine. Um, Donnie Bernardo back there was number three, I believe. And uh, he was a heck of a lot too. I'm sorry. Uh, I stand corrected. Uh, and he was a heck of a lot sicker than I was. But uh, living proof, uh, I think he's a year now in remission. So I just had three months uh, uh, all clear. And, uh, you know, I still have some challenges. The chemotherapy kicks you pretty hard. I've had both uh, eyes done for cataracts from the steroids. Uh, I've got significant neuropathy in my hands and feet, uh, uh, brain fog, uh, and, and that's an argument between my wife and I as to how much there is. <laughs> it, but, <laughs> and uh, uh, a little bit hearing loss too. So, um, But I, I just... Uh, I just am overwhelmed at how my life has changed for myself and my family. And now I can see my, my kids get married. Uh, you know, my son is engaged now. And uh, my daughter, I would expect, will be not, not far behind. But uh, I, I just, uh, to have this program here in this city and these people here uh, delivering it with the most care and compassion. And, and the whole experience for me has been about the professionalism and care and compassion of anyone that I dealt with from the start, whether you're going for a CT scan or what have you, right? Uh, uh, everyone has just been so professional and kind. And that has just struck me. Uh, I, I knew we had a good system. And I knew the cross was first rate, but you don't realize until you get here exactly how first rate. And um, we are so fortunate to have this here in Edmonton. And uh, in any case, I, 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 uh, I'm getting stronger every day. And uh, uh, I, I'm just so grateful for, for the opportunity to live. And, uh, and how do you properly thank people who have saved your life? You know, it sounds cliche, but it's, it's, it happened. I was going to die, and these people turned it around. And I can't put into words. I can't describe. And uh, uh, Michelle and her team and Dr. Chu and Dr. Sandhu, uh, I also just bear with me. I have to thank Dr. Brand Brandwine and Dr. Wong and Dr. Lowe, Dr. Fluke, and Dr. Conradi, who have all supported us my family and myself, and uh, and um, thanks to Angus and and your work on the WE program and all all you're doing to to raise money for this so important, such an important program. You imagine not having to go through this chemo, right? And people can just go to the CAR T program and uh, correct me if I'm uh, out of line, but. Uh, you know, you know, the money that will be saved of people not having to be hospitalized and, and pe families watching uh, watching their loved ones going through these really tough chemo programs. So, um, yeah, I think that's uh, that's about it. And, uh, and I'd 
like to wrap up by thanking the minister for being here. It was great to meet you and and to uh, recognizing this program and and get her going. So, <laughs> all right, thank you. Thank you very much, John, for sharing your story with us today. This is very much appreciated, and it's really nice to see you as well, too. So we'll open up the uh, the floor to questions, and I'll help navigate the questions to the right person. So we'll uh, we'll leave it up, up to you then. Hi, it's Steve Buick uh, here at the mic in the room. We have no reporters in the room. Looks like no questions here. I think media did an availability with Don and maybe others before. Uh, we have no one on the line right now, so I'll just do a last check. Uh, nothing in the room, so we'll wrap it up there. Uh, thanks, everyone. Uh, Minister Dr. Chu, David, Dr. Eagle, and thanks, Don. It's so good to see you. <laughs> thanks, everyone. Thank you.